Hi everyone, uh, welcome to this edition of our podcast. I'm Liz and this is Jeff Johnson from the Johnson team at Remax. And as 2022 draws to an end and we look forward to 2023, we just wanted to address some of the um, most uh, frequent questions we receive and uh, cover them off in this podcast for you all today. So one of the first questions I think we got asked is, what are our predictions for the year ahead? Yes, so that's been asked first? a lot. So I would say, um, I'm, I, I would predict that uh, going into 2023, we're going to start off the year pretty much the same pattern. I feel like we're probably going to obviously see one more uh, rate increase at least. Um, hopefully it won't be a big one. I think it'll um, only be like 0.25. Yeah, hopefully. What the yeah. word on the street but is. But I think we'll, we're definitely in for at least one more anyway. And uh, things will be sort of similar to what they are right now. But I think most importantly, as we approach uh, the spring um, of 2023, I think you'll start to see the market improving then. Well, some of my predictions is, and, and you know, anyone that follows me or has had conversations with me, I believe strongly about the the immigration. There's 500,000 immigrants going to come to Canada in the, the next year, which we desperately need, as you know, mm-hmm. as you can see by all the help wanted stuff. Um, also, you know, most of them coming in the point systems, they're coming with money, and with rents at 24% yes. uh, increase over last year. Like, yeah. I just, I don't see that people aren't going to buy. Yeah. And the thing that most people have to realize when you touch on interest rates is that interest rates are pre, before COVID, before the pandemic, they were mm-hmm. they were at this rate. So it's still yeah, like free absolutely. money. So I think that um, 2023, I think is going to be phenomenal. I think the first quarter, the media is going to have a field day because they're going to talk about how prices are down, mm-hmm. prices are down because they we had... That. They love that uh, because the the astronomical increases. We yeah. had two or three hundred thousand dollar increases over year over over in you know one month, which is mm-hmm. obviously not sustainable. And it's and definitely not a market crash. I mean, it's a market correction, if anything, uh, because it just it wasn't healthy. It couldn't go on the way it was going on, right? It wasn't good for anybody if, yeah. for that to continue. And even the word correction is a bit much sometimes mm-hmm. too, because prices are still up. Right? Yeah. The average price last year was a million ninety-five. The average price right now is just a million one, one seventy-five. Yeah. I think no, it's so. Still, still very up healthy. because you know. Again, one of my famous lines is: "There's no more dirt in Toronto." So mm-hmm. you have to, uh, you can't, you can't build anywhere. You're gonna have to build up, and um, you know. Uh, so if you have a detached house or want a detached house or a townhouse yeah. or any kind of land, it's in, it's mm-hmm. gonna be in premium. Okay, another question we get asked is: Will there still be a spring market? Yes, definitely. I think so. I think seasonally we've always had spring markets and with the exception of COVID, which kind of threw everything up on uh, on top of his head, uh, it's always it's always been the same. So I think now that I don't want to say COVID's over, but we're sort of um, we've become to normalize COVID into our lives. I think we're back to seasonal markets. So we've seen that even just this year. Right. So we saw the 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 summer market was a bit slower this year because like as traditionally we were able to do more we were away we were on cottages and long weekends that kind of Mm -hmm. thing and then the fall market did pick up um this this time of year is always a little slower around the holidays because people you know lose their focus to the holidays that's been typical and then i think you'll find that spring market as is normal once we start getting you know even end of february but early sometime into march weather dependent you'll start seeing people really um get active of wanting to to move again or 
for a look. So I think I think we'll definitely have a spring yeah, market. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing is, it's important to understand what a spring market means. Uh, psychologically, people don't want to put their house up until the snow has kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. So really, spring market starts mid February till till end of July is really the the busiest time of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that you're going to find that that that's going to happen. Yeah. But still, right now, as we sit here in uh, late December, right, almost mm-hmm. Christmas, there's still no listings on the market. So there's no. still, you know, multiple offers are happening, which everyone thinks. And that's just a supply and demand thing. Yes, that's always been the case. It's always been the case. Um, so it's good. And uh, another question we're asked is, will prices stabilize or will they go back up? Again, right now, prices have stabilized probably the last three months. So will they go back up? Again, um, since 1969, average price in Toronto has increased by 7.6%. Mm-hmm. So I think they are stabilized. And I think that, that again, with no more dirt, there's only one, yeah, there's a I supply think. and demand, there's only one area. Yeah. Because right now, if 500,000 immigrants come to Toronto or, or Canada this year, mm-hmm. uh, 66% of them as per Stats Canada come to GTA, yeah. where are they living? Like yes. if you just answer that kind of common sense question, yeah. where are they living? It, until we fix the inventory problem in our market, it'll always, the prices will always be strong. Right, 100%. And I don't see them. I think they said that we need $1.5 million, million homes today in Ontario mm. to just just be where the demand Satisfy is right the now. the demand, yeah. Okay, uh, we get asked a lot about immigration. I just talked about that. So immigration is going to be 500,000 immigrants are coming to Canada the next, I think, going to be next four years. So that's yeah. 2 million. And they There's, all come, to, well, not all. 66% but, yeah, come, come to the, the GTA. GTA. And again, when it was 425,000 refugees, again, coined stats, clan, uh, sorry, not refugees, immigrants that come to Canada, mm-hmm. 25%. 25,000 of them are refugees. The rest of the 400,000 are all people that are coming on the point system, which is really AKA they're coming with money. Yes. Uh, another question we've had quite frequently is that the rental market was up 20% towards the end of this year. Do you think that rentals will continue to climb in 2023? So so I think the last stat that I saw, they're up 24% um, over last year. Mm-hmm. Why is the rental market going continued? <laughs> excuse me to climb is because people are afraid for whatever reason of of getting into the real estate market because they think oh prices could come down or interest rates can come down right. but the bottom line is if you're renting somebody you're paying somebody else's mortgage so you might as well pay your own mortgage mm-hmm. and with the rental prices that we're seeing right now like almost three thousand dollars a month for some two bedrooms that's a crazy it's amount of money to good amount of more yeah that's yeah. A serious it's a serious waste mm-hmm. of money yeah. and and what we're seeing more and more is as you and i will be doing eventually helping uh, parents helping their kids buy mm-hmm. something so yeah. you know they'd rather be paying down their own mortgage than somebody else's mortgage yeah. another question that we got asked a lot this uh, this year was how will the changes to who's allowed to buy affect the housing market and buyers so again, in 2017, we had uh, the Liberal government under Kathleen Wynne brought in the ban on foreign, ta- foreign buyer tax. I think there was only like two or three percent in Ontario that were that even applied to. I know in BC they have a massive amount of foreign yes. buyers, and and you know clients and realtors that I talk about talk to in BC, the the, the foreign buyers when they had to have the tax or pay the tax, they look at that as cost of doing business because they're looking to put their money in somewhere safe like Canada so they 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 leave 
their money mm-hmm. that's safe and, yes. and they feel good about that. What they've done now is the federally, not provincially, federally is with Bill C-19, is they've temporarily banned all foreign buyers from buying in Canada for two years. Again, I personally don't think that's going to do anything to to curve the market. I think they're they're being too reactive, and it's you know the bottom line is we just need inventory. We need you know more houses, affordable houses for for people to buy in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that's going to um, do, do anything. It yeah. takes effect January the 20, uh, January first, twenty twenty three, for two years. Yeah. It does not apply to permanent residents or people that are coming on refugee status. And there may be some exceptions for um, international students that that are uh, being here. Okay, another question we got asked is what about the vacant home tax and how will it affect, if anything? So the vacant home tax is a new tax that the government has put in because we all need another tax, right? We Um, love tax in Canada. Yes, of course. Um, so that is for any homes that is, are vacant and not occupied for six months at a time. So any, it's a, as of now, na- uh, starting now, I just actually got ours, so mm-hmm. I filled it out right away. Uh, you just do it online, it's super easy, and but you have to fill it out and it's starting in 2023. Any uh, homes that are not occupied for six months or more are going to be subject to a 1% of the assessed value tax. That's going to be how they calculate is 1% of the assessed value. So make sure you fill out those um, you get them in the mail and make sure you go on and fill those out because I did I was listening to the radio this morning and they said anybody who doesn't, fill it out and submit it they will just assume that it's vacant and apply the tax so make sure you fill that in and here's one thing where i don't feel the foreign buyer tax is going to do much thing and again i'm talking more ontario than i'm probably talking canada because i know in bc that probably will have an effect um the vacant home tax i think is actually something that's good i think there is vacant homes Mm -hmm. that are around that could be probably used for housing i don't think it's a tremendous Mm -hmm. amount but i think that that's something probably positive that will have some kind of impact Okay, another question we have had a lot was, when was the last time the market actually crashed? What was it like? How long did it take to go back up? Okay, so um, the, the market in the 80s was happening when inflation was very similar to what it is now in interest rates, but I believe 15 and a quarter percent. We, we had a, a run up that that created a kind of a crash. So let me walk you through what happened. In the 80s, what was happening is because inflation and everything seemed to be going up like crazy, people were buying houses and flipping them within within a month. So they thought, this is great. So what happened is two or three people owned three houses at the same time and they were playing a shell game. Yes. Majority of people were just, were just, were just flipping houses. Mm-hmm. Happened to one of our friends, they bought a new build and they were doing a flip but then they got caught when everything yeah. came crashing down as yeah. you know pyramid schemes and stuff mm-hmm. do so uh in the in the 80s probably 89 that's when the market kind of um went down substantially is because it was an artificially inflamed in yeah, inflated because yeah. people weren't living in these houses yeah. that is not what's going on in the last 23 no. years 24 years that we've been in real estate mm-hmm. that's not happening so we had that it took from 90 to 95 uh, that is when the the market was kind of, you saw homes on the market, I think when we bought our first home was on the market, 177 yeah. days. Um, you, you found some some 
some some time that took five years to stabilize because the prices went up so crazy and then they came down and then they stabilized and then it's funny we weren't in real estate then but everyone was always talking well when's the bottom when's the bottom the unfortunate part is you'll never know when the bottom is until it starts going up yes just like we did about three months ago prices started going up they were going down 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 and then they started going Mm up very little but they're still going up Um, we had in 2000 in 2008 we had a six month lull in the market yeah. because they had the financial crisis saying, in this yeah. in the states where again they called them ninja loans they were no income uh, no job approved and there was that there was that movie that was um, the, short, the, the, the big short yeah. and um, they had an example of um, a stripper that owned five pro- yes. five properties yeah, right so it was a really good movie explained how um, how the states was different than Canada because you and I could open our own bank mm-hmm. and say, Jeff and Liz, yeah. here's your bank. Yeah. Um, and I would say kudos to Canada because we've always been uh, criticized for our um, conservative lending policies, but yeah. really. And the thing is, like I was going back to, is you and I can open the bank in the states where here in Canada, there's 50 lending institutions that all lead up to five major banks. Yeah. So there's different there's different lending yeah. but it all leads up to a bank that are all fed, that federally regulated it lasted six long, months yeah. there was an opportunity and some it was just a little blip it was because everyone was we're so entrenched with american news if you saw when donald trump was the president everyone's talking yeah. about everything that you know there because we're so entrenched in u.s news mm-hmm. so everyone is thinking that yeah much more interesting and uh, so we had that six month lull and then we had that uh, another blip in uh, 2017 that's when they brought in the fair house distress test and um, the foreign buyer tax Mm -hmm. in Ontario again it was it was a blip but it was just everybody was just buying crazy because again there was no supply demand the demographics as you see the, yeah. the millennials are the number one buyers right now they're not going to stay living with their parents forever even though you know us as parents I know our kids aren't millennials but we we love them living in our house but when it's time and for them to last. go no it didn't last again it was it, probably another six months mm-hmm. I think oh like last quarter of 2016 the first quarter of 2017 mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so those were our main questions. Um, We are very much looking forward to a a great 2023. I think it's going to be, there's going to be some great opportunities for a lot of people in this market. So uh, don't uh, don't be nervous about it. Um, In particular, it's a great time to upsize uh, just because if, you know, yes, your property that you're selling might have gone down a little bit, but the differential between assuming you're going up and you're upsizing to a higher price point, the difference has shrunk. So it's a it's a lot of uh, buyers we're finding are getting great opportunities now by using this market to upsize. Also, if you're doing anything in, at this time, I would strongly advise speaking to a mortgage broker. There's also some great opportunities out there and they will continue in 2023. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, just hit us up. We're always here to help. And remember, there's no there's no silly questions. So don't be afraid to ask them. And I look forward to speaking to you all on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.